Welcome to Chicago Tabernacle, a place of becoming. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Please join us now as we hear a message from Pastor Toledo. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are the children of God. And as the children of God, His favor is upon us. Amen. You know, we're going to continue to worship the Lord with our giving. And today, as you go to bring an offering to God, what a great thought. What a great way to say thank you. Say thank you for your favor upon my life. Think of all the ways your life could go, but because of the favor of God, think about how blessed you are. Yes, we Christians have troubles and struggles. We live in a troubled world and we have our our ups and downs and our challenges, but the Lord keeps us and blesses us and he leads us triumphantly. And as we go to worship the Lord today, I wanna encourage you, give today as a token of faith and as a token of gratitude to God for his goodness and for his kindness and for his favor. Thank you, Lord, for your favor. Unmerited favor. We don't deserve it, but because of his great love for us, we have the favor of God. So I'm going to pray. Father, Lord, wherever your people find themselves today, all across the globe, God, we thank you for the favor of God. Lord, even in the most difficult of circumstances, Lord, even during the COVID-19 crisis. We thank you for your favor upon our lives, upon our families, our children and our children's children. We thank you for that favor, oh God. And because of your favor, we are provided for day after day after day. Lord, sometimes we think we're not going to make it, but you, by your Holy Spirit, keep making sure that we do make it. And we thank you. And so today, Lord, we give this offering to you. And Lord, we ask that you would bless it and that you would use it to strengthen, to further your kingdom, to be a blessing, oh God, to those who are in need. God, do something awesome through this simple offering. And then, Lord, I pray that you would open the windows of heaven and that an amazing shower of blessing would be poured down. Supernatural provision for every household represented. Supernatural, oh God. Bills being paid, needs being met, hearts being healed. Oh God, by your mighty power, do what only you can do. Do what you do for the children of favor. We thank you for it. We thank you for your blessing on it. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, amen and amen. God bless you as you give. And once again, happy Mother's Day to all of the moms. You know, mothers have such a powerful role in all of our lives. And in the Bible, um, mothers and women in general have always been elevated in a major way because of the incredible role 
that women play um, in our homes, in our societies, in governments, in all places. What an incredible gift that God has given to us through giving us moms, but just women in general. And today, in honor of Mother's Day, I want to preach a message. I actually preached this many, many years ago, and uh, I, I wanted to bring it back today. The title is The Amazing Power of a Woman. That's what I'm going to be talking to you about. And women are powerful for the kingdom of God. And so this comes from Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. This will be the main text of the day. And here's what the Bible says. The Bible says, a wise woman builds. A wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. And what the Bible is saying here is that a woman that is filled with the power of God is an amazing builder for God. And as we prepare to, to, um, to pray in a moment, I want to I want to make sure that every woman receives this deeply as the men listen in, because this is very, very important. Okay, we need to listen in and recognize what the Bible is saying to us in this particular text. Think about over the years how in society, um, women have been acknowledged as being so powerful. Here's a couple of quotes. Here's an, an example. First of all, the hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rules the world. Why? It's because women are powerful. Here's another one. Behind every great man is a great woman. I hear women saying amen even through the TV right now. This is why even in the Old Testament, there were blessings that were put on households. Look at the household of Boaz. Listen to this. When he was getting married, the Bible says, then the elders and all the people at the gate said, we are witnesses and may the Lord make the woman who is coming into your home like Rachel and Leah who together built up the family of Israel. They built up the family of Israel because women are builders. This is a very powerful truth that women are God's builders. And I want to pray right now that, that the spirit of this truth would be released because, boy, right now, this is a powerful assignment for every woman of God. If you are a woman of God, grandma, uh, a mom, single woman, a teenage girl, if you are a woman and you serve the Lord and you know the Lord, you are called to be a mighty builder for God in the kingdom of God. And I want to pray right now for his blessing upon our next few moments. Father, we thank you. We thank you that your word covers everything. We thank you that your word guides us and informs us and instructs us on all of the things that are really important for us to know. We need to know this and we need to receive this. May every woman who's listening to this message receive this call and this mission in a deep and powerful way, Father. May every man listen and hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying because you're speaking to all of us. Bless this word now. Bless our time together. In the mighty name of Jesus, 
And everyone said, Amen and Amen. Now let me give you a quick definition of build. Here's what build means. Build means to make something by combining materials and parts. To make something by combining materials and parts. And I would say that this is a woman's specialty. They have this incredible capacity to make things by putting stuff together all of the time. They have this ability to do, uh, to do seven different things at once, an ability that men don't have. They can cook food. They can, they can help with homework. They can, they can nurse a wound. They can pay a bill. They can do all sorts of things. They can listen to seven different conversations at one time. I don't know how they do it, but it's a special kind of antenna. I've talked about this many times. A husband and a wife go to a dinner party. They get home, and the man speaks to one person. He has no clues to what went down. They get back, and the wife fills him in on everything. She knows what's happening over here and what's happening in this family and how this son is doing. and how They just took it all in because God made women with a special ability to put lots of different pieces together and build something special. Here's what it means, okay? It means to weave together a web that holds everything up. To weave together a web that holds everything up. But I'm not talking about a weak and flimsy web. I'm talking about a powerful web. Women are like, they they spin this incredible web and it is so strong and so powerful and everyone around them is built up and held up. That is a gift to the world from the kingdom of God. That is his way. And listen, brothers, we need to acknowledge and pay attention that they just have insight and antennas that we do not have. We just don't get it, but they get it. Amen? All all the brothers, here's a piece of advice right now. Okay, just say a loud amen for that. Say amen. Praise the Lord. But listen, if you're not married here, because I know the intimations of this are really in regards to mom, just know this. I'm going to start breaking down these points. And as I do, even if you're not married, wherever you go, God has called you to be a powerful builder. When a woman builds, families are built, cities are built, Neighborhoods are built wherever you find women executing their mission for the glory of God. Building is taking place. So what I want to do is look at how women are called to build. How are women called to build? First of all, a woman builds through influence. A woman builds through influence. Influence is so much greater than authority. I had someone say to me many years ago, if you have the ability to choose authority or influence, always choose influence. You can have a title, but no one really listens to you. But influence means that you can bring about change without making demands. It's something about you that changes the atmosphere. And listen closely, ladies. When you walk into the room, you are influencing somebody. 
your presence, your demeanor, your stature, your spirit, your character will be influencing somebody. You ever hear the phrase, if mama's not happy, nobody's happy? You know what you call that? You call that influence, right? There's a whole story about Billy Graham. Billy Graham is arguably the greatest evangelist in American history. And if you go to his museum, they talk about his wife's journals. And when she met Billy Graham, she thought he was handsome, and she said he had, like, movie star quality, and, and she was really taken up with him. But in a little while, she was considering breaking up with him, and she let him know, I want to marry a man of God. That's what I want to marry. I want to marry a man of God. And that powerful influence impacted Billy Graham, and Billy Graham became Billy Graham. Think of all of the people that he reached and all of the amazing things that he did for God. And you know why? It's because he met this single young woman one day, and you know what she said? She said, I want to be married to a man of God. And he said, and you know what? I want that girl, and I'm going to become a man of God. That's what you call influence. All of us have powerful all of the women who walk into a room have powerful influence. There's a story, ladies, or a quote that says, um, any old, let me get this right. Any old woman can make a fool out of a man, but it takes a wise woman to make a man out of a fool. And that's true. It's powerful. You know, this past week, Someone, or recently, someone reached out to me asking me a question about racism. Give you a personal ex example of this. And you know, people, we, because we have a fallen nature, can I just say this? We are jacked up. The fallen nature of man is so twisted and we can be so warped and so perverted and so jacked up. So listen to this. My parents came from Cuba. They came in, uh, they, 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 they snuck out of Cuba right when Castro took power. Just shopping bags full of clothes. They were full of fear of what was coming. Now, my dad was uh, um, light like me, and he, he, looked like, he looked like he was from Spain. looked like he could be Italian. He looked white. My mom, on the other hand, is very dark. My mom could be in a picture with uh, African-Americans, and she looks African-American. And so I grew up, since I was a little boy, I grew up hearing stories about racism in Cuba and how my dad, because he worked in a certain place, he hung out with, with the dark-colored uh, guys, and he was rejected by his friends, and uh, he fell in love with my mom. I, I grew up hearing all of these stories. He played baseball with the guys who were, who were dark-skinned, dark-complected, and, um, and uh, so my whole life, plus every day I wake up, I see my white dad, my dark mom. So obviously I shouldn't see color. Now my neighborhood, which was hardcore ghetto, terrible neighborhood. I saw all kinds of violence and every kind of ugly thing you could imagine. My neighborhood was this unique mix of, of mostly Hispanic and African-American right in my neighborhood. But in, when I grew up, it was two blocks was your neighborhood. Now, one block away from your two blocks, there could be a group of people. So let's say to the left, 
they were a bunch of Puerto Rican guys, and we didn't really like them. And then two blocks north, there were projects, and there were African-American guys, and we didn't really like them either. If you walked in the wrong neighborhood when I was a kid, you would definitely get beat up. So I'm, I'm uh, nine years old. Listen to this. Please listen to this. So I'm nine years old. And there was this big community event, and they were taking kids from the communities to go to Yankee Stadium and see a baseball game. And um, my mom says, are you going to the game? I said, no, I'm not going to the game. She goes, why? And I said, because I don't like those black guys from the projects. Okay? So think about this. My mom is black, right? My uncles, who I played dominoes with, who I loved and laughed, and, and, and whenever they came over, I just, I was so happy when my uncles came over. But the insidious nature of the flesh, the, 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 the fallen nature of man. So here, I'm telling my dark mom, mom, I don't like those black guys. And listen, here's, here's the powerful influence. So my mom says to me, she said to me, what are you, crazy? But this is all in Spanish. So picture a little lady about five foot two talking really fast. She says, what are you, crazy? And here's what she said to me. She said to me, listen, the color of somebody's skin will never stain you. The problem with people is not the color of their skin. The problem with people is their hearts. It's their hearts. And that day, it settled it for me. My mom spoke such a powerful word of truth and life that that day it was settled for me. For ever since that day, I never saw those things. And I didn't see those things because of my mother's amazing influence. Ladies, my sisters, you are called to build and there are powerful words of influence that you could speak today. You could speak into the life of a child. You could speak into the heart of your husband. You could speak into a neighbor and a friend. You are a builder from God. You have been created by God to build. The wise woman builds. And you have a powerful call to influence. And so look, Politics don't change people. And education doesn't change people. But an anointed word from a woman of God, from a mother, from a sister, I'm telling you right now, that'll change people. So first of all, the way women build is through their influence. You know, last thing on this. Um, I used to listen to Chuck Swindoll a lot. He told a story once of about four scholars. And uh, uh, the way the story went is that these scholars were talking about their favorite Bible translation. One guy like the King James gave his reasons. Another guy like the uh, uh, NASB and the other one liked a different translation. And then one of the guys said, well, my favorite translation was my mother's translation. They go, your mother's translation? What are you talking about? He goes, yeah, my mother had her own translation. The word of God came out of her, and the way she lived the word of God, that is my best, and that is my favorite translation. 
because she lived it right in front of me and that changed my life. May you be a powerful translation, a living translation, a powerful influence for the glory of God. I heard someone say this. I can't remember exactly the quote, but the last thing to go before nation falls is the morality of, of the women. When women stand strong in God, sisters, when you stand strong in God, you hold up the whole nation. So that's the first thing. Women build through their influence. Then secondly, women build through relationships. Women build through relationships. Listen to this. Your capacity to love despite hardship and difficulty is one of God's greatest weapons on this earth. The, the ability to love and to continue to love is absolutely extraordinary. I believe that one of the key reasons that God put women on the earth is to teach everyone else how to love. Notice even when the Bible speaks to husbands and wives, it says husbands love your wives, but it doesn't say wives love your husband because wives know how to love their husbands. Women intuitively, they know how to love. And when they love, what, when they do what's deep and natural to them, they pass it on to everyone and everyone gets better. It's the kind of love that never gives up. It's the kind of love that never stops believing. That's the kind of love this world needs right here, right now. You know, there's a story of uh, St. Augustine. St. Augustine is arguably the greatest Christian mind after, uh, uh, let's say, the life of the apostles, after the apostolic age. Augustine is the greatest Christian thinker, the greatest Christian mind ever since then. And the story goes is that his mom was named Monica. Okay, so Monica gave her heart to God. She was a woman of God. She was married to a man who was not a believer, but she followed 1 Peter 3, and she knew that her life could make a powerful impact on her family, and she prayed fervently for her husband. Her husband got converted, and then she prayed fervently for her son, Augustine. Now, Augustine was a man of the world. He was living a crazy life and she interceded for her son to come back to the Christian faith with fervency and she just kept at it and kept at it. He was rebellious, but she followed him and she kept seeking him and saying, I love you and God loves you. And then she started to listen to this. I love this story. She started to drive a priest crazy and say, you gotta go talk to my son. And the truth of the matter is, is the priest couldn't persuade her son. But here's what the priest said. Listen, he says, go away now, but hold on to this. It's inconceivable that he should perish a son of tears like yours. Your love, your prayers, the way you know God and the way you love your son will surely move the powers of heaven. 
I want to encourage every mom that's believing God for a wayward son or a wayward daughter. It's amazing how even in the worship, we prayed for that very thing. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Don't stop loving. Don't let pain, don't let hurt, don't let anything stop you from loving the way God has called you to love because your love is a powerful weapon of God. It's an amazing thing when women keep on loving and keep on serving the people of God and the kingdom of God. So, how many, how many laugh when, um, when, uh, when moms always defend their boys? I, I've told this story many times of the, 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 the child that started shouting and screaming in, um, in a church service. And everybody was like disturbed by, you know, the, all of the noise. And mom stands up and says, he's got a fine set of lungs, doesn't he? That's what moms do. They keep believing the best. Keep believing the best and let the power of love flow through your life. And then if the, if the musicians, I got a few more things to say, but if the musicians could come, listen to this as we cross over into this last point, talking about the fact that your capacity to love and build relationships is a major glue in the kingdom of God. Listen, a woman, a woman builds through service. A woman builds through her service. Jesus was a servant leader. The Bible says that he came to serve. Jesus was a servant leader. And your service makes the world better. I can tell you so many stories of how women have served others into greatness, and you know many stories. Serving others into greatness is kind of one of the core tenets, even of our church, the Chicago Tabernacle. And women throughout history have made a powerful impact through their service. And I want to tell you just one story of women who made an incredible impact through their service. So during World War II, there were all of these concentration camps, um, obviously all over different parts of Europe. And it turns out that um, Japan occupied China and they also had a series of concentration camps there. But one of the things that started to happen is that there was these women called girl guides. So I don't know how this happened, but like the British Girl Scouts were in the concentration camps. Listen to this. This is really, really powerful. And what they would do is they would... Um, create these teachings and they would, um, they were instructing all of the children in this particular story I'm talking to you about. There was a, a, a concentration camp where the children were removed from their parents. Many of them were children of missionaries and the girl guides were taking care of them. And here, here was their model. Here's what they taught the kids all the time. A guide smiles and sings to all difficulties. A guide smiles and sings to all difficulties. 
And they would sing these songs. Let me re read you the lyrics to these songs, to one of the songs. Here, here's the way it goes. We would sing, day is gone, gone the sun, from the sea, from the hills, from the sky, all is well, safely rest, God is nigh, meaning God is near. And they would quote people after World War II, all of these adults and all of these women would come out and they would talk when they would testify about their time in the concentration camp and how they made it uh, through, they would talk about the girl guides. And here's what they, they would say things like, how could you be afraid when you're singing that God is near? They would teach them to sit up. They would teach them to smile. They would teach them, they would take the ashes of coal and they would make coal and, and, and fresh fire. And they would teach these kids that everything was good, that God was near, that God was near, that God was near. And because of their service, those kids made it. And here's what's even more incredible. Because of their service to the kids, the adults who were around were powerfully inspired because in the worst of environments, these women served and their service built and held everyone up. This is the, we're in a crisis right now. And, um, but one of the things I know as a pastor is that people live in crisis all the time. COVID crisis, yeah, this is a crisis. But people live in crisis all the time. And, and you, might, you may not have people uh, with this virus, but you do have a crisis in your home. You have hardship and struggle and difficulty. And, and, uh, and, and the, the pressure is, is just, you feel like you're being crushed by the pressure. But here's what I would say. Just know that as you keep smiling and serving your king and your master, people are being held up. One day you're going to stand before God and there will be streams of people coming to thank you. Because you see, when we get on the other side of glory, we don't see now, but when we get on the other side of glory, the Bible talks about how books are going to be opened. Our deeds are going to be made known. I don't know how it's going to happen, but people are going to understand the things that you did to hold them up. And as we hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, many others will come and say thank you because you built the web that held me up. Aren't you thankful for, for people who served you into greatness? That is the call of God for all of our sisters. Look, we preach messages to men all the time, but today we're preaching to the women. This is the word of the Lord. Ladies, you are God's builder. You are God's builder. God wants to use you in powerful ways. Receive the word of the Lord today. You are God's builder. You will influence and you will love and you will serve and people may not notice. You know, people take buildings for granted. The next time you're in an office building or you go into some building or a big school and you walk upstairs and you're going to see people, you're not thinking, oh man, I'm so thankful. I'm on the third floor and this whole structure is holding me up. We just take those things for granted. But aren't you thankful that those things are holding you up? Well, guess what? Ladies, that's the role that you play in the kingdom of God. 
you hold things up because of the grace and the wisdom and the strength that God has put upon your life. Now, as I go to close, we need to be true to the text. We need to be true to the text. And the text says, a wise woman builds her house, but a foolish one with her own hands tears it down. And if we're gonna be true to the text, here's what the text is saying. That same powerful woman, if she gets in the wrong space, she can actually tear things down. She has the ability not to build up, but to tear things down. And listen, I believe that, that every woman, as we go to pray, you must beware of two things. Beware of fear and beware of anger that's caused by pain. Because when you're in fear or when you find yourself angry, you have the capacity to tear things down. We're gonna pray in a moment, and I wanna pray that there would not be one godly woman that would allow her pain to cause her to tear anything down. I wanna pray for God to heal and for God to release. Beware of fear, because we can tear things down when we're afraid. Over the years, I've said this in many sermons and across the table to in many premarital counseling sessions, and I've said this, listen, Brothers, all the men, your wife will very often be the voice of God. 90% of the time she'll be the voice of God if she's not in fear and if she's not angry. Listen, Pilate is standing before Jesus. He's about to make one of the greatest decisions of his life. And his wife sends word and says, leave that man alone. Pilate should have listened to his wife that night. God uses women in a powerful way. But you have to beware of fear. Look at what the Bible says. Under three things, the earth trembles. Now, what happens when the earth is trembling? What do you call that? You call that earthquake, right? Under four, it cannot bear up. So first of all, a servant who becomes king, a fool who is full of food, an unloved woman who is married. When a woman doesn't feel loved, what this is teaching is, this is just one of many examples, but what this is teaching is that when a woman doesn't feel loved, brothers, listen to this, she can become an earthquake. And you realize how an earthquake tears things down. But I want to pray today with the people of God. God put this in his word to encourage us, to strengthen us, in some cases to warn us, to admonish us, to heal us. As I've been preparing for this message, I was saying, Lord, you're going to do two things through this word. Number one, you're going to empower women in the body of Christ with the fresh mission. What is that mission? The mission to be builders for the kingdom of God. To understand that every time they walk into a room, every day that they wake up, they are called to build because the wise woman builds. But also, 
We want to pray right now that there would be a, a, a move of the Spirit of God to heal all pain and to calm all fears. Because when you're in fear or when you're in pain, you're not your best. So right now, let the singers come. And we're going to begin to worship the Lord and seek his face. And then we're going to pray together. Everyone in your house, lift your hands right now. Hallelujah. We're going to build our lives today on Jesus. I will build my life upon your love. It is a firm foundation. I will put my trust in you alone. And I will not be shaken. I will build my life upon your love. It is a firm foundation. Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We glorify your name. There's no one like you, Lord Jesus. And we build our lives upon you. And we thank you today for every mother, Lord. Thank you for the gift that they are. Thank you for the way they've served and loved and cared for all of us. Would you bless them deeply today by your powerful spirit? Bless them, Lord. Cause them to know your joy, your peace, and your pleasure. And Father, we lift up all of the ladies, Lord, from the youngest, Lord, to the oldest. And God, we ask that you would make them builders, Lord. Impart by your powerful spirit a fresh mission, a fresh call to be builders for the kingdom and for the glory of God. Let them build through their influence. Let them build through their love. Let them build through their service, Lord. 
Cause them to know that every time they step into the room, they are making an impact. Lord, use them to hold us all up because that's the gift that you've bestowed upon their lives. And Lord, as we go to close, we pray for a spirit of healing right now. God, I pray, Lord, for any roots of pain, Lord. May, the, may they be burned out by the Holy Spirit right now. May women be freed from pain and freed from fear right now to fulfill the great call and plan of God. We thank you that all things are possible with you. And so we claim it and we receive it. And we thank you. What a day of victory for the body of Christ as you build all the sisters, all the ladies in the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you for this and we thank you for the amazing day and for the weeks ahead that you're gonna bless and use our sisters. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone said aloud and a strong amen and amen. God bless you. We love you once again. Happy Mother's Day. Have a great day in the Lord. And we'll see you again uh, when we get together on Tuesday. We love you.